people are more willing to be creative and innovative when they feel they can trust the people they work with as friends. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I am your host, Donald Miller. Today, friends, I have bad news for you. And it's this, you're a fuddy-duddy. You're just not very interesting. You're boring. And you're boring the people who work for you. They're getting bored and they're going to leave unless they can have some fun. I know that's hard to swallow, but we got to have some fun around here. COVID is over. Summer is here. Fall is on the way. Today's guest is Christy Harold. She wrote a book called It Pays to Play, How Play Improves Business and Culture. She is an expert and sees results when she helps businesses install playful mentalities and playful things that they can do with their teams. She helps adults connect through play, and it can have a massive benefit to your business. If you have ever had an idea for this podcast, if you think there's something Business Made Simple could be doing differently on this podcast, something that would give you even more value, let us know. We are always dreaming up ways to make this podcast more valuable for you. So you can do that by taking our new survey. It is at businessmadesimple.com slash survey. When you go to businessmadesimple.com slash survey, you answer some questions. We take your incredibly valuable feedback. We metabolize it and we change the podcast to serve your needs even better. And listen, if you do it by Friday, September 15th, you're going to be automatically entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card. That's $50 on Amazon. Take the survey at businessmadesimple.com slash survey. And thank you, thank you, thank you for making the Business Made Simple podcast even better. When it comes to running a successful business that works, nothing matters more than generating revenue. But your sales team isn't just closing deals. They're tracking down leads, forecasting growth, whipping up reports, managing contacts, creating content, crunching numbers, the list goes on and on. With quarter four around the corner, there's a better way to win, and it all starts with the new HubSpot Sales Hub. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked inside a smart and highly customizable platform that pumps prospects directly into your pipeline and closes deals all in one place. Plus, sequences and smooth workflows help reps streamline tasks so they can spend more time on what they do best, connecting with customers. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Try it for yourself at HubSpot.com sales. Christy Harold, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me, Don. Well, I'll tell you what, anybody who hears about a business that makes play a priority is probably going to want an interview. <laughs> and uh, that's what you uh, you teach businesses to do. I got to tell you, though, we're in the midst after COVID. Everybody's kind of worked to remote models or hybrid models. People aren't sure whether or not people are actually working or not. Or not. They probably want more productivity. I mean, is play a hard sell at this point to actual business leaders? And what do you mean by play? I think the word play can definitely throw some people off. I think what we really mean is have a little fun with the work you're doing. And one of the easiest ways to have some fun is be playful. And there are so many ways to integrate play. We're not talking about stop your work and get a beach volleyball game going in the middle of the office. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about. There's so many ways to integrate play into your everyday 
that I just think there's a something that everyone should be aware of is that that once a year company event, that doesn't make for strong culture. You need to be having a little bit of fun throughout every day to really have your team feeling engaged and energized with the work they're doing. And so creating ways to have a little playfulness and fun inside your organization is a really powerful way to do that. I know that uh, some studies that I've read said one of the major things that has not worked with remote work is that there's now a lack of creativity that it's just hard to be creative when you're when everybody's not together in the office throwing a ball around and i'm curious about the relationship between creativity and play are are there things that we are missing because we're just not in a room interacting with each other having fun and building camaraderie i definitely think there there is something to be said about it it, it probably is a little easier to connect you know playfully when we are seeing each other more regularly But I don't think it's impossible. And this is actually what we built a whole new vertical of our business around connecting people, corporate teams through virtual play during the pandemic and saw how powerfully this can be done and how easily certain games that we play really bring out a lot of creativity. I think what's the most important thing, Don, is that people are more willing to be creative and innovative when they feel they can trust the people they work with as friends. You're not going to throw a crazy idea out there if you don't trust that you're not going to get scoffed at or laughed at. But if you trust people as friends, you're more willing to be vulnerable and throw out a blue sky idea that, you know, might seem a little crazy, but that could be the next big thing that really helps drive your organization forward. And so one of the easiest ways to become more trusting of your teammates is to think of them as friends. There's stats that show organizations where 60% or more employees suggest that they have a close friend at work. Those organizations are 12% more profitable. And it's this idea of when you have a friend at work, when you have close friends at work, you're happier going there, you're more engaged, you're more willing to be vulnerable, you're trusting. So you're more apt to be creative, willing to try being creative, whether that's in person or virtual, there are ways to do it both ways. I'm curious about you personally. You've written a book uh, on this subject called It Pays to Play, How Play Improves Business Culture. How did you get into this and discover this sort of little niche within the business market of the importance of having fun at work and bonding with your uh, your teammates? How did you get into this? Because I was forced to be creative. So uh, in 1996, I started a business in Toronto, Canada, connecting adults through playing with adult recreational sports leagues. I'd heard about some in the U.S. and decided to try doing this in Toronto So that first year had about 250 teams sign up to play a variety of adult recreational sports like basketball, volleyball, flag football, ultimate frisbee, that kind of thing. Think of it as like intramurals for people who are no longer in university. Fast forward 25 years, I had started doing acquisitions. We were growing this business. We were in 15 different cities, had about 150,000 people playing annually. And then in March of 2020, you remember that little thing that happened called pandemic, global pandemic. You can't diversify against a global pandemic when all you do is connect in real life. So about two months in, after feeling very sorry for myself, I looked at what our core purpose is, which has always been connecting people through play, and thought, how are we going to survive this? So we decided we were going to try and help corporate teams, all now working from home, connect through play with virtual events. And so we created escape rooms, scavenger hunts, game shows. Um, trivia nights, and we started calling them lunch and laughs. We had a guarantee, which was if you signed up to do a jam event with us, laughter is guaranteed. And if you don't laugh, you get your money back. And we haven't had to give anyone their money back. (laughs) Everyone's had some laughs. And so we started this whole new vertical. 
and did produced over 1,500 events in that very first year, did over a million in revenue in that first year with this new vertical that helped us survive a global pandemic. And now we have this whole new corporate team building side of the business, connecting corporate teams through play. And now we're doing some culture coaching, helping companies integrate play into the everyday and have a little fun with the work they're doing. I've got questions about all that stuff. I remember in <laughs> Portland, Oregon, there were dodgeball and kickball leagues for adults. Is that yep. the sort of thing that you guys are, are doing? That's exactly it. It's all recreational sports for people that aren't in university anymore, but want to want to get out and be socially active and not necessarily just go to the gym. You know, the Mayo Clinic has done studies that show exercise is really good for your physical and mental health. But when you can combine play with your exercise, when you can add a yeah, social you don't sports even know component, you're doing it. it adds 20% longevity to your life if you're playing basketball or soccer. So you got to do a bit of both and it's ideal. So companies, every company out there should offer company sports teams in there are sports leagues all over North America in every single city. Get your company logo on the front of your jerseys. So your, your staff are all out playing. Someone from marketing is getting to know someone from HR and someone from sales and someone from That's everyone's on the idea. same kickball team. Right. And so these remote teams, if you're working remotely but you've got a bit of a hub, sign up and get your teams playing a beach volleyball game on Wednesday nights so that they, they may not be seeing each other in the office, but they're getting some laughs together outside, being physically active, getting to know each other as friends. When they go to work the next day, even if it's virtual, they're going to laugh about what happened at the game last night. They're going to feel more strongly bonded as friends. Costs nothing. And I mean, it's, it's a little bit, but it's insignificant really in big picture. And the value it brings to your whole organization is incredibly powerful. That really is incredibly powerful. And it's such a simple idea because, you know, you try to have your all staff meetings and those sorts of things. And occasionally you have a big kickoff meeting about something and then staff lunch. But it costs nothing for an owner to say, let's find a kickball league and let's find a pickleball tournament and let's just get everybody, you know, this weekend doing something and voluntary. It's, that's really, really pretty brilliant. Marketing Against the Grain, hosted by Kip Bodner and Kieran Flanagan, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. If you want to know what's happening now in marketing, what's ahead, and how you can lead the way, this is the podcast for you. Hosts Kip and Kieran share their marketing expertise, unfiltered in the details, the truth, and like nobody tells it to you. Check out their recent episode on how to use AI to save time and grow your business. In that episode, Kip and Kieran are joined by AI expert and former Facebook data scientist Rachel Woods to discuss how you and your team can adopt an AI-first mindset, go deep into how to really take advantage of AI, and why you need to throw an AI hackathon for your business. Listen to Marketing Against the Grain wherever you get your podcasts. So many small business owners dream about selling their small business, but they don't know where to start. You know it's worth something, but what is it really worth? So who can you trust in that space? I have partnered with my friend Michael Arietta at Garden City. This is a private equity firm out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mike has bought dozens and dozens of small businesses. They keep them, by the way. They don't flip them. And I love that because he's just committed to creating a great place to work for all of your employees. But the bottom line is, if you're saying, I don't know what this thing is worth, I don't know if I can even sell it, Mike is the first guy that you want to talk to. You can go to sellyoursmallbusiness.com right now. You fill out a form, and then Mike's team will get in touch with you. But just that conversation, just that conversation is going to give you a much better picture, a much clearer picture of what you're actually looking at. 
in terms of how much your small business is worth. So go to sellyoursmallbusiness.com, sellyoursmallbusiness.com. It is a great place to start if you are thinking about selling your small business. And now back to the show. I'm just curious about how you built your business, though. You know, everybody listening is a small business owner uh, who can probably use your product, but you have a small business. And I'd love to know more about how you built what you built. You started sports leagues and then you realized, wait a second, we, we have a play here to corporate America. And how did you realize you had that play? What did you do about it? What sort of product did you skin? And how did you get into expand your business in this way? So I, for the first 25 years, it was a B2C business. It was all volume um, and, and it was all the adult rec sports leagues. And the, when we started in the late 90s or, or mid 90s, there was no internet at that time. I mean, people were literally mailing in their checks and their registration wow. forms and signing up old school. Um, you know, the website came later and now everything's online. So that was great. And we really grew the business through word of mouth and delivering great customer service. And then when the pandemic hit and we were forced to stop, it was a matter of survival, really, that inspired some of the ideas. I think some of my staff, when I said we're going to sell bingo and trivia nights to companies, thought I was absolutely crazy. Like one of my employees was like, wait, you want me to sell a scavenger hunt to Google? And I was like, yes, that is exactly what I need you to do because we got to try something here. Uh, and so we just started. It was sort of the idea of, you know, necessity we were is the mother of invention. It really absolutely. is. We were flying the plane. We were sort of taking off and putting it together still as we were taking off. And, and we learned as we went and we really just started creating and trying to stay true to the core purpose, which is connecting people through play. That's our core purpose. I think it's really important that any small business knows their values, knows their purpose, knows what their long term vision is. And when you got those core pillars in place, then you need to have a cohesive team of people that bring them to life. If you don't have a cohesive team of people helping bring them to life, who cares if you've got your core values written on the wall? And that's where we come in, helping your team of people connect cohesively as friends, fostering friendships, building community. There's just so many fun ways. And I, I should point out, you know, a lot of people say, well, we're not really a sporty type. There are so many ways to have fun. What about instead of if kickball is not your thing, and, and maybe there's more than one thing, depending on the size of your organization, right? Maybe you have a, an opportunity for a beach volleyball team and you also offer perhaps a company rock band or a company choir and you get together for rehearsals once every two weeks or you have a book club. We, we do book club every two months at my organization. And so there are just so many ways to have fun with play. It's how you run your company meetings. Start every meeting with some good news. Wrap up every meeting with a bit of a laugh. It's how you use your communications, your emails to your customers and to your staff. I'm using ChatGPT now. This is, this is a silly example. When I have an out-of-office responder, I go to ChatGPT and I'll say, write me a three-sentence out-of-office because I'm going to be in Scotland and make it funny. And it's usually kind of painful and I just edit it a little bit, but it's a starting point. And it's this silly little out-of-office. But every time I do an out-of-office, it's always different. And I want to make people laugh a little bit. It takes me... I got to write it anyway. So it takes me two minutes to make sure people are going to get a laugh when I'm on vacation. It's just that kind of a mindset of having a little bit of fun with our work, you know, take our business seriously, but not ourselves. Talk to me about, you know, there's some business owners listening to this and they agree with you. They, you know, I'm in personally. I also go home and, and raising a two-year-old have to make, you know, about $700,000 every month just to cover payroll. Life is serious, Christy. It's just serious. And for me to go, okay, I'm going to start a dodgeball league. I mean, talk to me about, give me three or four simple things 
that I can do with my company and all of us listening can do, because I, we, I think we all agree with you. We know that you are right. Literally, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, well, we've got this classroom next door where we do a live event maybe four times a year. I could put a pickleball net in that classroom and I've got an indoor pickleball court yes. <laughs> right there. And, you know, so there's one idea that I've, I've just given everybody. And I've, next time you come to the office, there'll probably be a pickleball court in the, uh, in the room. Next <laughs> I door. love this. Uh, yeah. But I mean, give us some other give us some other stuff to sort of bring. But we, you know, post covid, we all need to bring the joy back a little bit. Give us some other just really basic ideas. Sure. So first of all, I always say if you've got a ping pong table in your office and it's collecting dust, that is all virtue signaling. Like you got to use that ping pong table. So use the ping pong table or the foosball table or the pool table or the pickleball court that you've got in your office. Get We get an around the world game going. Every so often you'll be in the office and at three o'clock you'll hear around the world and everyone gets up from their desks and runs into the kitchen and, and everyone just plays a quick game. So the minute you're out, it's like you get one life. If you're out, you're out and everyone's running around the table hitting it once until there are two people left and last man standing. You know, that's just a fun, simple little thing. Some other ones. How many people are on your team, Don? 30. Perfect. Do you guys have a shout out channel? Do you use Slack or Microsoft Teams? We do shout outs in our staff meetings. So we have a you know verbal shout out. Okay. So I'd say today, as soon as you get off this call, set up a shout out channel on your Slack or your Microsoft Teams. It's going to take you five minutes to set this up and start every two days, do a shout out to someone on your team and start encouraging everyone on your team to shout out great work being done. And it's one sentence, base it on the core values, make it a little bit fun. We have a daily huddle every day at one o'clock. We have some of my staff are living in Paris. I've got someone in Vancouver. We've got people in Michigan. It's always one o'clock Eastern Standard. So everyone can be at huddle. And huddle is the same agenda. It's seven minutes every day, but it's always led by a different leader. So it doesn't matter if you're a brand new intern or you're in the C-suite. You take a turn as huddle leader. You run through the agenda. The first thing on the agenda is always good news. It's got to be a personal or a work win. So it starts in a positive way. Every meeting can start with a good piece of good news. And it always ends with leader's choice. Leader's choice can be anything. Last week, it was one person said, put in your favorite song of summer and I'm going to create a jam playlist for the summer for the team. And so everyone threw in their summer favorite song and a playlist got sent out at the end of the day. It could be uh, one of my favorites was when the, the huddle leader said, I'm going to encourage everyone to pick up the phone and call someone that you haven't spoken to in the last year. It's just a feel good you don't have to do it, right? But it's a feel good thing. And it's every day, it could be different. One of my colleagues always does a bad dad joke at the end of Leader's Choice. <laughs> so you just never know. Those are a few simple ones. We always shine a light on great things. So we do, uh, today was our monthly core value award winner. So every month we've got our core values written on the wall, but then every month we ask for nominations for the core value monthly winner. And we do a presentation. We read out the core value award winner. I read them all out. And so you hear all the nominations. Whoever got the most nominations win this, wins the core value trophy. It's just little, little things, but it's playful. And then do the more physical things. I really think that it's important that if you're going to have company events, which I highly encourage you do, because it's not that costly, have a virtual event for your team, call it a lunch and laugh, get experts to do it. It's not very expensive to bring in an expert, do a one hour lunch and laugh as a virtual event. They'll run you through an escape room or a trivia event or a game show of some sort or survey says, like, which is like a family feud. You get the laughs going and then your HR or your culture people, they are not expected to organize everything because what happens if you always dump it on them? They don't get to play themselves and they don't get to be part of the team bonding. And it's not that expensive to hire experts to do that kind of thing. So there are just no end of ways. At the end of my book, there's an appendix that's filled with all these different tactics and ideas. And I've got a playbook PDF for any of your listeners, Don, 
that they can grab from the link. It's, it's a 10 ways to integrate play into the workplace. Gives loads of different simple ideas that you know you can do in the next couple of days. It's really quite easy. Chrissy, it's a joy to have you on. And, I, and I'm so grateful for you. The book is It Pays to Play, How Play Improves Business and Culture. Christy, people can find out more about you at christyherald.com slash businessmadesimple25. When they go to that website, they get a free copy of your playbook, 10 Ideas to Integrate Play at Work, plus a 25% off a jam event, which I'm imagining these jam events are these, are these virtual escape games and virtual trivia games that they can hire you to help us do. Is that right? That's exactly right. And if they happen to be in a city where we run our jam sports leagues, they can use that 25% savings towards a kickball team or an in-person event. We do, you know, scavenger hunts and that kind of thing in person as well. So lots of options. Christy, where do people go if they want to find out about the kickball leagues and that? Is that ChristyHerald.com or is it jam events or what is it? It's called jamgroup.com. Jamgroup.com to find out more. Christy, just a, a delight to talk to you today. Thanks a lot for having me, Don. This has been fun. Boy, Christy really is infectious, isn't she? she she's something. And uh, I, I'm not kidding when I say I'm going to get that pickleball net. I think one thing that we might do, I'm just brainstorming here, I think we'll get a little chalkboard and we will start a pickleball tournament. So teams of two play each other and the winner is going to get like something really cool. And the loser has to, on speakerphone in front of the entire team, call an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, no matter how many years it's been and ask if he or she left their tennis shoes there at their house. And you can't, no other explanation. You just get the yes or no answer and say, okay, maybe I've got them. I'll, I'll try to find them and then hang up. That's what you got to do if you lose the pickleball tournament. If you win, you get Tex-Mex. And I'm going to go with you for that Tex-Mex. You know, she sold me on it and she really did. Uh, what is the plan of action for you to do? And I think it's just install some sort of playfulness in your organization. And she's right. I mean, especially in this hybrid work environment. Here's what's happening. If somebody has a job and they work remotely and they're not coming into the office very often, they're alone. They're alone. And even if they've got a lot of work to do and they're challenged professionally, there's a hungering to be with a team. There's a hungering to be doing something together working on something together. And if people are not coming into the office and not connecting with each other in person, you're going to lose them. You're going to lose them because somebody's going to come and say, hey, you know, my uncle's starting a company. We're getting a team together. Uh, we're meeting at his in his living room to talk about it. And, you know, they're going to sit around that living room and go, gosh, I would like to know these people a little bit better. Why? Because they're people. They're humans. <laughs> they're humans. Humans actually sitting around connecting is a major recruiting tool and retention play for your business. And so Chrissy's offering you a way to do that without building a huge office. You know, you just start a dodgeball team. Uh, all the stuff that she recommended sounds really, really cool to me. Chrissy's right. We got to play together. Think about your family. Would you conduct your family like it's all business or do you guys go on vacations and have fun and play board games and do puzzles and cook meals? Together? Nah, you do all that stuff because human beings love to connect. She's right. Christy, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. Thank you for your wisdom. You find some way as a plan of action, you find some way to install Institute Play into your uh, daily business operations. And uh, I think we're all going to be ritually rewarded for it. All right, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we are obsessed. We're simply obsessed with helping you grow your small business. See you next week.